Hey everybody, welcome to the Service with a Smile podcast. Thank you for tuning in. In case you're wondering what this podcast is all about, it's about coming to hear stories, pet peeves, and advice from people who are in customer people-facing roles every single day. We have people from all different backgrounds, like sales, retail, and other sectors. So, without further ado, let's jump right in. Uh, This is episode two, and I have a very special guest with me today. The man, the myth, the legend, Zach, last name redacted <laughs> due, to, due to privacy concerns. We don't want a mom going after him after this podcast episode, but welcome. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, Zach. I'm glad you're here, man. This is really exciting. I, you, well, let's see here. Let's go back a little bit. We've known each other for what? Just over a year and yeah, a day. Just, just <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, we met last year at that Carrie Love event. That was pretty wild so yeah and you've got quite a story which we'll we'll dive into it a little bit here and there as well but uh, the whole point of this podcast is to get people who have worked in the customer service people facing industry and you have worked uh, in that industry both as a barista and a waiter and you you've done quite a few of those things so can you walk me through a little bit of your experience with the people yeah, I started off in the service industry right out of high school, basically. Um, so one of the benefits I really saw, um, just straight, going straight into it, was the flexibility of the job and how you could get pretty paid pretty well depending on what you're doing. Um, so I ended up getting a job as a host right out of high school. Yeah, right as I started college. And um, it was a pretty good experience off the bat. and gave me a little bit of, well, just kind of life experience outside of high school. I hadn't had a job before that, so... It was definitely a different crowd of people I was around. Um, mm-hmm. Learned a lot of lessons, formed some good and bad habits because of that. Um, you know, the whole nine yards. That I did that at a few different restaurants over the years, um, including to doing like to-go serving with that, um, which is basically a host job anyway. Um, and then I started doing a little bit of catering as well, which was fun to get outside the restaurant, like experience mm-hmm. and go and see other things other than the front lobby or a table so that that was a lot of fun um like i said a lot of good and bad experiences good habits bad habits formed but um after that i was able to move into serving after a lot of years i honestly took way too long that's something i kind of regret but uh, moving into serving um i was at this breakfast restaurant um where actually i later became a barista but um, it was just a good experience i actually ended up meeting my current girlfriend there uh, this was years ago, but yeah, so that was an opportunity, and I'm a really social person for me just to kind of engage with a lot of people, especially breakfast, lunchtime, everyone's kind of in and out, so I knew a lot of people from like the small town of Ada, <laughs> you know, hashtag small town, not really, but um, get a lot of regulars, that's something I really enjoyed about the job, mm-hmm. um, and then I moved over to being a barista there in the mornings as well, which I really enjoyed, I really love coffee. Um, kind of at the time when I started that job, I didn't like coffee at all, but um, it's kind of funny. I ended up drinking more and more and learning more about <laughs> coffee as I started working there and ended up transitioning into that and really loving it. And that was probably the um, job I loved the most out of all the service um, 
that I've done, is all the jobs I've worked in the service industry. I ended up transitioning back to serving at another restaurant due to like my schedule changing and mm-hmm. just kind of looking for some different opportunities outside of that as well. Um, as I'm trying to finish up college here, and now I'm freshly out of the industry into a new internship that I'm excited for. So. And I'm sure over the years, and I'm sure there's there's some good and some bad things, and you're probably at that point where yeah, it's a good time to get out and move into the quote-unquote corporate world i guess if you want to call it that way yeah it's been like six years i've been (laughs) in services so i'm ready (laughs) you're ready you're ready so i guess without further ado the first question we always want to ask is what is a bad or a funny story that you have while you've worked in those jobs yeah, so, well, you know, there's the classic, like, bad stories, you know, if your server's like, oh, you got stiffed on this, like, oh, they wrote you a bad note, like, yeah, those happen, pretty infrequent, but it, it does happen, um, so, don't, like, sit on those for too long, you know, you just gotta take them as they come, um, it's not something that you're gonna experience all the time, but you don't want it to be to something that, like, makes your whole day worse or anything, it's just a little blip in your radar, you know? But uh, probably one of the funniest slash kind of strange stories I have, um, this is when I was a barista slash server at that breakfast restaurant, as I was telling you. Mm-hmm. But uh, for whatever reason, like, middle-aged women really like to hit on me, um, <laughs> being a 24-year, now 24-year-old, four-year-old man, I was 21 <laughs> at the time, but... Um, <laughs> So uh, I was at a certain this, it was this like group of like eight um, women. They were all drinking mimosas and whatnot, their Prosecco and all these different juices, whatever they want to mix it with. So I was just like, okay, you know what, have a good time. And we had placemats on the tables. Um, and one of them asked me for a pen because she wanted to like doodle. I'm like, yeah, whatever, here's a pen. Like, I'm busy, like, just do your thing, whatever. <laughs> if you're drinking your mimosas, I'm kind of like half over you, but like at the same time, you're fun, so I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know. So I was just kind of taking care of them, you know. I, probably seen a few of them in there once or twice not super familiar with any of them mm-hmm. and uh served them everything went, went well with their meal and everything and uh one of the the women that was doodling on her placemat runs to the bathroom and all of her friends call me over there like hand me her placemat and they go oh she wants you to have this and of course as they're doing this um she's walking out of the bathroom and <laughs> sees them handing this to me and she's like oh ha 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 it's just a joke like and like I'm looking down at this placemat, and there's this big um, drawing of like flowers and all sorts of stuff on here. And in this picture, I spot two different email addresses and two different phone numbers. And um, as like she's saying, "Oh, it's just a joke. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't babysit anymore," is what she said to me. <laughs> and I and I kind of looked at her. I'm like, "Uh," and she's like, and then she like she literally like did a toe to head like check me out and then said but I'd babysit you anytime <laughs> and I was like okay here's your check goodbye um and I did not talk to them after that and I just remember being uh, yeah just blushing a lot and being like wow that was a really uncomfortable experience um lessons learned from that though is uh if you talk to your girlfriend's family about that, they will really not appreciate the story, <laughs> oh, even though geez. I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> if it happened to a, a woman in my scenario, it would be a whole different story. You know? mm-hmm. So something I you, you kind of take it, uh, just take it as it comes as a male in the service industry, but I feel like that would have 
a little bit different uh, connotations as a female. <laughs> um, so that's one experience I had. Um, another, uh, probably one of my favorite, like, just like, man, like, people are awesome moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of those. You also have a lot of people are terrible moments. But I like to focus on the positives. Um, I was fundraising for a missions trip I was going to go on, um, like a three-week kind of school. Mm-hmm. And this was pretty new to my walk in faith and all that. And I would, had a lot of um, success in my fundraising, like the night before I came into work to open that morning as a barista. Uh, yeah, same restaurant that I was at. And I can't remember if this was before or after. It must have been, I think, after. But mm-hmm. um, So I came in, I was talking to my coworkers, and like, man, this is so great. Like, look what God's doing. And I was telling one of my regulars who usually sits at a table, but he came and sat at my bar alone and he didn't have anybody with him that morning. And I was chatting with him for a bit, just telling him how excited I was about what was happening in my life, you know, and just mm-hmm. having a conversation, like human to human. It was great. You know, I think that's one of the best things you can get out of this uh, service industry is just to really learn how to build relationships, even though mm. it's just over a cup of coffee, you know, and you're the one sitting there making it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I was telling him all about it, and he was a really nice guy. I didn't really expect anything from him, but he ran out to his car. He came back with a $200 check and dropped it in my tip jar and said, hey, like, I want to support you. I want to help you fundraise. And it was such a, a gesture. I was, like, mm. blown away, you know? So that was probably one of my favorite, like, just like, wow, people are awesome moments, you know? Because <laughs> um, that doesn't typically happen, but, mm-hmm. you know, you'll find that person every now and then, like, another example is there was a guy on, it was around Christmas time, one of our regulars coming, mm-hmm. kind of a little bit ornery, but he was always nice enough, you know, and I was serving him for dinner, I didn't typically work dinner, and he tipped me a hundred dollars on top of his check, you know, he was like, hey, I do this around Christmas every year, I just want to say happy, Merry, Merry Christmas, you know, and just, like, really appreciate and try to, try to do this and just mm-hmm. support people, you know. I was like, wow, like, that's awesome, you know? So something I think to learn out of that is, like, you really can't judge people just based on how they are day to day. However, you can kind of tell over time how people are going to act. So hmm. two, probably two of my favorite stories there. Those are some great <laughs> stories right there. I mean, the first story, I'm sure that was flattering, to s- or maybe it wasn't. I don't, it was creepy. It was creepy. <laughs> okay, it was creepy. It wasn't uh, flattering. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you don't let it inflate your ego. I mean, that's not the type of attention I want. So, yeah, fair. Uh, fair enough. You, you want somebody in your own age range, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine. And I had a girlfriend at the time, and so I was all set. There you go. S- still do. Still do. That's something went right. <laughs> something went right. But, no, that second story, though, that I mean, that's amazing. You, you know, you, you've built this relationship with this guy over time you know he's a he's a regular of yours and you're in the midst of trying to fundraise and you know god always provides is kind of the theme a lot of times and i've heard your story quite a bit and god always provides is kind of that just reoccurring theme and for him to come in and give you just 200 bucks towards your trip i mean that is that's pretty special that's that's really special with that so but those are two fantastic stories uh, so I guess my quite my last question is what advice it's a two part question what advice would you have for people who are in the same role that you were in you know over over the course of those many years that you worked in the customer service people facing industry 
Yeah, some of my advice is, yeah, especially if you're like getting worn down and really kind of burnt out on the industry, is just to kind of remind yourself of like why you're doing, why you're there. You know, are you there? You know, some people can be there every day because it's what they love to do. You know, mm-hmm. and they don't get they don't get burnt out. They love the attention. They love the people. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of people in the service industry are doing it to get through school. It doesn't necessarily have to be it. You know, but mm-hmm. uh, when you get burnt out, I think it's really a good idea just to kind of check your expectations, mm. you know, because especially when I know depending on the restaurant, you know, and this is kind of stereotypical, but you can really find yourself around some kind of edgy people that you wouldn't necessarily um, choose to spend a lot of your time with, but you end up spending a heck of a lot of time <laughs> with them. Um, and just try to be a great influence on them, but don't let them influence you in negative ways you don't want to, you know? And like, the reason I say that is because I get burnt out and I get really bitter over time in some mm. places, you know? Um, so that's the difficulty I've just had, you know? I just kind of, kind of remind yourself like, okay, like when I'm coming in, I'm gonna do my job every day because I, I really like the interaction with people, mm-hmm. you know? It's not just a job, you know, I'm here, I'm doing more than just the waiting tables mm-hmm. you know I can have more of an impact than that you know I can mm-hmm. um, just like like I was saying earlier to you um, before we started that you know if you can make one person smile a day like mm-hmm. you know I try to live life like that you know if I can change one person's day I've done one good thing today at least you know mm-hmm. if I haven't done anything for myself to make myself better you know at least I've changed one person's day mm-hmm. So that's one thing, just try not to get bitter, you know, and kind of check your expectations. Mm. Um, another piece of advice is that um, money isn't everything, and some days you're going to make a heck of a lot of money, some days you will make absolutely no money, and it will greatly contribute to how bitter you feel <laughs> uh, to your job in any particular day, mm-hmm. uh, but oftentimes it really evens out over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something to know, you know, you're going to have those really busy weeks, those really um, slow, like, dead weeks where you're just standing around kind of twiddling your, twiddling your thumbs going, what am I going to do today? Mm-hmm. Like, Man, I'm going to go out. I'm going to get out of work three hours early. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've had it, you know, I've gone in at, like, 4 p.m. at the job I uh, just left and, like, left at 6 o'clock with $15 in my pocket. You know, mm. it's like, wow, like, I drove all the way here for this. <laughs> um but you know it evens out over time especially the, it really depends on the restaurant you're at too you know mm-hmm. so some things can be super seasonal you know and it's okay to transition from one job to another but it's a lot better if you can kind of put some roots down and kind of stick to that mm. so very true very true I, I mean like you, you know you, you hit on that uh, you know with the relationships and, the, and making people smile and I think that's just absolutely great and some days it can just be a bear you know you you get some difficult people and whatnot in there but a a lot of times and I think I experienced this too when I worked in Verizon you know especially that was kind of the main one that that always got me is that you know you you may feel like you didn't make a difference at the end of the day but if you can make someone smile I mean that's that's huge and you uh, oftentimes we forget that there's these other humans on the other side that we're dealing with all the time. And they're not necessarily maybe mad at you or, you know, trying to be bitter, but they have stuff going on. And so you making them smile can be the world of difference. And I think that's a great piece of advice too, is just don't, don't forget, you know, 
the the overarching effect that you can have on people as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you hit on that very well, and you do you do a very good job. I think I, I remember back to when we first met too. When we said when you were Zach, you, when we introduced ourselves for the first time, you said you were Zach, and I was Zach. I was like, I was having a rough day up to that point, and then I was like, I like that dude. He's cool. He's awesome already <laughs> in my book. And then lo and behold, we end up hanging out for a while and stuff like that, and great friendship. So your smile works. There you go. There we go. There you go. Yeah, almost going back to that too. I feel like there's you just gotta know when you can like transcend that transactional space. Mm-hmm. You know, because oftentimes if you're out to eat, it's like, well, I'm here and I'm gonna spend money. You know, and people expect a lot from you when they're spending money. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of linked to like their pain response when you're setting down your card or mm-hmm. especially cash. Yeah. Uh, um, so you just got to keep that in mind, you know, like people are there and they're expecting something, but it doesn't necessarily mean how they're treating you doesn't necessarily isn't a reflection of like your value. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very true. Well, let's segue into that. The final question, what advice do you have for your customer? Yeah. Some people can come in and they're just ready to have a bad time. You know, I read a really good blog article about this a while back and I don't know if I could find it now. Uh, but it was all about people who are just show up and they're like, yeah, man, I'm here to have a bad time. I'm super picky and I expect all these things. And it's just not realistic. You know, when you walk into the restaurant, that's got a line out the door and you're sitting there after you get sat after 35 minutes waiting, you know, and your food isn't there in 10, you're like, where's my food? <laughs> Chill out. You know, the kitchen's busy. It's not your server's fault that your food is taking long. Mm. It's everyone that's sitting around you's fault because everyone was there to have a good time just like you. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're there and you're like, man, I gotta get out, and I gotta get in and out in like a half hour. Go get fast food or plan better <laughs> because in a lot of restaurants, you can't go in and get out on like a 30, 45 minute like, mm-hmm. timetable. Time you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to plan that and know that ahead of time. Or, like, if you know if that's the case and you know where you're going, you know what you want, call your order in. Say, like, hey, I'm on a time crunch. I want to get my order in. I'm going to sit down and eat. Just let them know, you know, and be nice to people who are working because they're, 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 they're doing their everyday job just like you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you treat people like humans. Mm-hmm. So. Man, that's, that's very good advice. <laughs> Man, it's simple. It's simple. It's simple, but, you know, sometimes, like, we forget it. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I've, I've had this, unfortunately I've been the human sometimes where I've had a bad day and I, you know, I haven't like, you know, taken it out really on the server, but like, I'm just not my face. If you could see it sometimes is not the most pleasant, you know, I don't look the most pleasant sometimes. It's not a reflection on them or anything like that. You know, you try to be polite and stuff like that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy sometimes mm-hmm. the customers we deal with, and but that's really good advice for customers and yeah. good advice for people in the industry. And you've had some great stories. This is a great way to kick off this podcast. <laughs> I'm really super stoked that you could come on here. And you got any final closing thoughts for the people? Uh, I mean, like even one more thing is like advice for customers wise you know if you, you can tell when your servant's having a bad day mm. you know you, you 
it's pretty easy to tell. You know, you see it in the panic look on their face, like everything's going wrong. Man, they got food late in one table. They got three others sitting down right now. They got to get waters and drinks for like, just, and don't take up a ton of their time. Just let them know like, hey, you're doing a great job. Really appreciate it, you know? Hmm. And, you know, that can go a long way in making someone stay, you know? Hmm. Can, like, you can make people feel seen. That goes a long way, hmm. so. That's probably one of the final things I have, you know? It's like, pretty simple stuff, you know? Treat people like human, how you want to be treated. You know, we've all heard it before, but it really goes a long way, and I think we're so connected and glued to our phones and just out of reality that it really mm -hmm. kind of just passes by a lot of times. Mm -hmm. so. that, that instant gratification, too, plays a factor in it, because, like, in our phones, we can order, like, food <laughs> through it and yeah. have it right away. Right. And or even trending, I think, more now to, like, Uber Eats and all those delivery services, you know. People are eating in more than they are, they have been, you know, it's growing, so. It's a growing industry, but like you said, at the end of the day, treat people like you would have like to be treated, and at the end of the day, we're all human beings, you know. I didn't, I, I, it's funny, you read in the Bible, treat others as you would like to be treated, it didn't say except on roads and restaurants. So yeah, roads is something I can definitely work on. But. <laughs> I think we all can do that, especially with uh, you know the people we encounter on the roads every day. I on my way home from work tonight, there was uh, this driver who was going forty-five and a fifty-five, and it's just like move it along. But then it's like okay reality check time like let's pull it back right, let's pull breath, it back deep breaths you know goose fraba you, you know <laughs> stuff like that but man thank you so much i really appreciate it you bet dude glad to be here raga And that concludes today's podcast. Uh, I want to thank again Zach for joining us. Uh, that was such a fun uh, conversation with him. Of course, I've known him for, uh, like I said, about a year. Uh, but it's always great to hear some of his stories. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, please be sure to leave a review or share your comments with me. I would love to hear them. And one of the new segments uh, that we're going to be starting here in the next couple of weeks is uh, actually requires some audience participation. So if you guys could send us your worst or your funniest or best customer moments uh, into with a service podcast at gmail.com or via social media on Instagram and Twitter at smile underscore podcast, that would be great. Uh, we'll go through them each week and uh, get the best ones and put them on the podcast. Uh, but that's all I got for today. Hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend, uh, and uh, we'll see you back soon.